What if there was a different way to live and work? Beyond the hustle and hype. Beyond the never-ending race to get more, do more, be more. A way that's grounded, intuitive, intentional, and in line with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Wellpreneur with me, your host, Amanda Cook. Together, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. I invite you to plant your feet on the earth, slow down, tune in, and get ready to create a life of meaning and magic. Hello, hello. It's Amanda Cook, and it's good to be back. I haven't been here on the podcast for several months, and I've really missed podcasting. I've missed talking with you guys. So I'm really excited to be back here. Now, this episode is incredibly personal. And I know a lot of you have reached out, especially the members of my seasonal membership, to ask what's going on in your life and business. There's so many changes. What's going on? What's the plan? And I haven't been ready to share because it's all been in flux. And to be honest, it's still evolving, but I feel like I'm at a point where I can catch you up with what's going on and yeah, and let you know. So in this episode, I'm going to catch you up on my business journey. Now, if this is the first episode that you're listening to, and you're coming here to look for information on how to start and grow your wellness business, you might not want to listen to this episode because it's not at all about starting and growing your wellness business, except I guess it's about my journey starting and growing my businesses, which one of which is a wellness business. So I guess from that perspective, it could be, but you have 200 other episodes you can go listen to. But this episode is incredibly personal. It's about my journey to where I am today, especially with all the changes that have been going on in the past year. And it feels a little bit scary and vulnerable to lay all this out for you. But this is especially for those of you that have been with me for a long time. I know some of you were with me way back, even as far back as like 2009, when I had my natural health and beauty blog about herbal medicine and making remedies and beauty products from the wild plants around us. And that's really where this all started. Fast forward all the way to today, to the two businesses that I have, and the book, and this podcast, and courses, and my seasonal membership, and have done so much over these years. So no matter what point you joined me along the journey, if you're interested in the reality of what running this type of business is like, so I'm a solopreneur, basically, like it's me, I have a amazingly talented podcast editor, and a fantastic assistant, and that's it. So I'm basically a solopreneur, I work totally location independent, I work from home by myself, I work almost completely online. I rarely do things in person. And I know that is similar for what a lot of you want to create. Even if you don't want it exactly like that, for this type of like, let's try to get a small online business off the ground, I'm going to share with you what happened, the huge turning points, and where we are today that's been causing me to make a lot of changes. I'd love to hear from you after this episode, so you can feel free to leave a comment in your podcast player if you're able to do that, or reach out on Instagram, I'm at amandacook.me, or send an email to hello at amandacook.me, and I'd love to hear from you. So let's just cut to the chase. 
the crux of the issue is that I really do not want to talk about marketing your wellness business anymore. Yeah, I said it. This is a huge problem because I run a business called Wellpreneur. Everyone knows me for Wellpreneur. My book's about marketing your wellness business. This podcast has been about marketing your wellness business for years. I've got courses on marketing your wellness business. My whole website's about that, and I am over it. Now, over the years, it's been really satisfying and valuable, and I feel like I've helped a lot of people. And I really do believe that we need to spread more wellness in the world, and it's awesome to help wellness entrepreneurs do that. But I'm just over it (laughs) for me personally. So when I look back at my business, and I'll take you back at how this evolution went, I think there was a sweet spot in there where I could have turned it into a self-sustaining business that would run on its own. Maybe just a couple years in, if I'd If I had that perspective at the time, I could have turned the business into something that could basically run without me, but I didn't do that. I started in 2013. Now it's 2021. I'm just over that topic. Now, that's not to say I don't love working with entrepreneurs. I do. I am an entrepreneur. I love entrepreneurs. I love talking about entrepreneur mindset and business growth and strategies. And I talk about that stuff with my friends for fun. So that is, that's the crux of the issue. And I think that's the theme that has caused these many iterations of my business. So if you're listening to this, I hope that you might recognize a bit of yourself in this journey. Maybe if you're a few years in, you can recognize some of these turning points yourself. If you're just getting started, maybe you can take some lessons from this into how you could avoid some of these mistakes or be a little bit more brave and true to yourself in creating the type of business that you really wanted to create. So let me take you back to where it all started, which was in 2011. Now, just so you know, I'm using these dates, rough years off the top of my head. I I might be It might be off one year here or there, but this is generally the sequence of what happened. So I used to have this really cool corporate job. I worked in the tech industry. If you don't know much about me, I'm from America. So I'm from New Hampshire. I studied computer science. After that, I got a job in a tech startup in DC. I had crazy experience there because it was a startup and they just let me take on tons of responsibility. Then I had a little bit of a quarter life crisis and I was like, what am I doing working in this software company that's selling to government? agencies. I've always wanted to travel. I wanted to live in Europe. What's happened? So I ended up getting a job at a French software company who a couple of years later then moved me to Paris, which was like my dream come true. I lived in Paris for a couple of years, still working in tech, but now traveling all over Europe, which was awesome. And then I met my husband. And then when we got together, he's English. So I moved up to London and I got a job at a different tech company in London. And there my job was like traveling all over. I worked with our partners all across Europe and Africa, and I traveled all over the place all the time. It was fabulous. There were a lot of aspects of that job that really worked for me, specifically the travel and doing lots of speaking opportunities, getting to go out for all these fancy meals and meet these people all over the world and tick lots of countries off my travel list and had a lot of autonomy in my job and really good salary. But it just, I just, I hit that point where I looked ahead and I said, I don't wanna be doing this in 10 years. There's more for me to do in this world than sell somebody else's software. That kind of sent me into this first 
big personal transition. I've talked about this part of my journey before in numerous different episodes and interviews, but the first thing I did because I was studying to be an herbalist is in my free time, haha, free time. So I started a blog about herbal remedies and making natural beauty products. So I started that blog and I was I was cutting my teeth on learning about the online world, but I wasn't making any money and I couldn't figure out how to make a business out of it. So eventually I found health coaching and in 2011, I graduated as a health coach. And that was a big turning point for me because I felt, okay, health coaching, now I have something really practical that I can sell through my website. So I started doing that. I was running natural beauty workshops and courses and I was health coaching through my website but I was still working a full-time job. It was a bit crazy. So in 2013, I think is when I officially started, like I incorporated my business, Wellpreneur. And I think it was about that same time. I'm not exactly sure. I'd have to look back at my notes, but basically I was doing health coaching and getting a few clients through that. But also my other fellow health coaches I trained with started asking me about, you run a website. How'd you set up your website? What is this email list thing? Like, how did you? And I had, I'd done like some marketing in in the tech companies and I'd been studying a ton about online marketing, digital marketing, and I'd done sales obviously, and I have a tech background. So I had all those skills and people needed them. People really needed them. My fellow health coaches were desperate for how do you do this? How do you set this stuff up? At this time in 2011, 2012, there just weren't the resources online about health coaching and starting a business or even online business there are today. So I became the go-to resource. So in 2013, I incorporated my business and I got married. So that was a big year of change. And I really wanted to quit my job. I was feeling pulled in a few different directions because I didn't have very much time to work on my business, only like nights and weekends, and it was exhausting. And there were some management changes at work and I was getting more and more disillusioned with this tech job. And I just really wanted to go out on my own. So At that point, and I think you'll be able to relate to this, I was like, okay, I want to quit my job. So how am I going to make money? I am going to do whatever it takes just to make money and be successful. So if I look around at all my options, what is the best shot at really being able to sustain myself? It's Wellpreneur. It is teaching marketing. People like the health coaching stuff, the natural beauty workshops, people loved them and I loved doing them, but there wasn't that demand that I was just getting like banging down my door for the Wellpreneur stuff. Everybody was like, teach me how to do marketing. Help me set up my email list. Teach me how to do my website. Can you give me some mentoring and guidance on how to do this? It just seemed such a clear, obvious no-brainer that I needed to do Wellpreneur. So that's what I went for. So I finally got brave enough to leave my corporate job in 2014. I'd saved up a little cushion of money, which gave me the security to feel like I could quit and do this. And I plunged into it. And so I really went for it. But the thing was, in that year, I was still doing both because deep down inside me, I've always known I have to do something about plants and I have to do something creative. And The blessing slash curse is that I have a lot of skills and I'm a fast learner and I'm very adaptable. So I'm able to do a lot of things. So I could excel in the tech company world. I can excel being like, I'm just going to teach marketing. But deep down, what I really wanted to do 
that I wasn't giving myself permission to do was the personal growth, the plants, the writing, the podcasting, all that really fun, deep, creative stuff that I knew was my calling. But for some reason in my head, it didn't seem as practical as let's just give people what they want. Let's just do marketing. So that's what I did. But so anyway, so I kept both going. So I was mainly focusing on Wellpreneur, but I kept teaching natural beauty workshops on the side. My blog, I started to ignore it a little bit, but I was trying to keep both going. That is really hard. So here's another point some of you might recognize. If you're trying to do two businesses at once, honestly, good luck to you. I have been trying to do that since 2013 and I've never, ever found a way that it works. So... I think my best advice at this point is, which is what people told me at the time, and I couldn't do it, was combine it all together. Just put it under a personal brand and make it you. And you do a couple things under your personal brand. That's like the only way, or you need to get it so that it runs without you. But anyway, so I was trying to do both things. And because when you split your focus, as we know, when you split your focus, neither one of them really take off because you're diluting your energy and your effort. So I was still making a bit of money. I had some courses I was selling. I was doing coaching, both marketing coaching and health coaching. And I was getting a bit of revenue but not enough to sustain myself. So every single month I was dipping into my savings to cover my bills and eventually my savings ran out and that was super scary. So I ran out of savings. I had multiple extremely teary, sobbing, deeply embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. I think shame actually, deeply ashamed that me with all this business background, with all this tech savvy, with all these marketing skills, ran out of money. I felt like a complete failure. And anyway, so I had a bit of a crisis there. This is like 2015. So when I got through that emotional wave, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I need to stop doing two things. And I can't stop doing plants and writing and podcasting. I can't because it feels like I'm going to cut off my arm. Like I just can't stop that. So we have to stop Wellpreneur and and I need more money. I ended up doing something that's very practical and smart and probably I should have done right away was I took on a part-time job, which actually in my case was a marketing contract. So I was working three days a week for another tech company just on a six-month contract basis and then it ended up getting extended a bit, but just working for them doing their marketing. Now, did I like it? Meh, not really, but it was paying the bills. It was interesting. I, you know, could keep learning about digital marketing stuff. I could use the stuff that I knew from digital marketing and websites to help them. Like it it worked out pretty well. If you do quit your job and you don't yet have enough money to fully sustain you, I think taking on a part-time job or a contract is such a smart idea. And I never wanted to do that because I felt embarrassed about it. I felt like I should be able to support myself. But honestly, that's ridiculous. (laughs) If I'd started doing that right away, I wouldn't have had to have this complete emotional freak out when I ran out of money and hopefully I wouldn't have burned through my money, which would have been even better. So 2015, getting myself back on my feet, still running my business on the side, running Wellpreneur and my natural beauty blog. But I had this realization that one of them was going to have to go. And I was doing a lot of personal growth work. And I was like, you know what? I really have to go for this thing that I want to do. I have got to do plants and writing and podcasting. So I'd made a whole plan. I worked with one of my brilliant um, mastermind buddy friends who's a brand strategist. And we like mapped it all out, like the book I was going to write and 
how the brand was going to look. And there was lots of personal growth that went on in there, hitting limiting beliefs and giving myself permission to do what I want. And I had the whole plan. And then out of the blue in 2016, my husband got the opportunity to go to Hong Kong. So we up and relocated to Hong Kong for a couple of years. That was absolutely amazing. I loved it. I love Hong Kong. It was a fantastic experience. We got to travel all over Asia. I just can't tell you how much I loved that experience, but it wasn't that great for business focus because suddenly I didn't want to be in at my computer. I was like, I know we're not going to be here forever. I want to get out and see everything. I'm going to eat all the dim sum. I'm going to go to all the places. We're going to travel every weekend. It was incredible. It was amazing, but not that good for business focus. So I ended up reverting back to doing wellpreneur stuff because it was running. People were asking for it. I had the podcast that I needed to keep going. It was easy, easier than trying to create this, you know, whole new brand that I'd been thinking about before. So that was 2016. 2017, I finally published my book, Wellpreneur, which was not the original book that I wanted to write, but it just felt easy. Everybody wants this Wellpreneur stuff. I've got this course called Marketing Bootcamp. I've got this podcast about it. I want to write a book. Why not just write a book about that? So that is actually one of the best things I've done in my business. It was brilliant. I still love having that book. People are still buying it. Every single day, there's book sales, which is incredible. On Amazon, it's called Wellpreneur. That's been really brilliant. But I pushed myself way too hard to do this book because I had committed to some people that I would have the book finished before I went to this big immersive mastermind week in the Philippines. And I told everybody I was going to have my book done before that event. So I was going to bring a printed copy of my book to that event. And I did and almost completely burned myself out. So I could proudly stand up on stage and show my book. And I did. And then I spent the most of the rest of that retreat in bed. I had a horrendous cold because my body's totally run down. And when I got back to Hong Kong, I ended up getting a couple different parasites and got super sick. And there was a good three months where I basically just laid on my couch and couldn't hardly eat. Like I was really sick. And it took me a a really long time to come back from that. So that was not that great. But I got the book out in the end. So that was amazing. Okay. So then, are you still with me? So here we go. So now I'm recovering from burnout. Then it's 2018. It's time to move back from London. And so we did something that was so cool is that my husband and I took three months And we traveled from Hong Kong to London overland on a train. We went on a train for 10 weeks from Hong Kong all the way back to London in the middle of winter. It was mind-blowingly cool. We have written all about this. We kept a blog. It's called andourotheradventures.com. It was incredible. We went all around China. We went to Tibet. We went on like the highest train in the world where they pump oxygen into the train because you're at such a high altitude. We went into Mongolia and spent Mongolian New Year's in yurts with nomadic herders. We went on the Trans-Siberian Railroad across Russia, which was so cool, and then went back through like Estonia, which was lovely, and Lithuania that we'd been to before, and then back through Europe to London. That was incredible. 
So we got back in 2018 and oh, I missed the cool, I missed the biggest thing. So that book, right, in 2017 when I published my book and got burned out, that was a huge turning point in my business. That was at the point where my business really started supporting me, where I could draw a proper salary every single month and I had enough passive income coming in that I knew I would be able to pay myself every single month. So that's 2017. I started the business in 2013. For those four years, 2013 to 2017, I paid myself sometimes. So every month I'd look in the bank account and be like, how much can I take out to pay myself this month? It was inconsistent and it was stressful. And sometimes I had to top up for my savings. Then I ran out of savings. Then I did that marketing contract. But in 2017, it was really a turning point where I was like, ah, cool. I can pay myself the same amount every single month. I'm good. So that was a huge achievement. And and so in 2018, when I took that 10 weeks off to do that trip back, I didn't work at all. I batched all the podcasts and the content in advance and money just kept coming in, which I'm really proud of that in my business that I've always focused on trying to generate uh, income streams that are repeatable and passive so that the business can support me. So when I got back to London, it was a huge culture shock. I've moved around a lot. I've, I've moved around a lot in my life, but I always felt like I was going forward. I was moving on to the next place. This is the first time that we came back. We'd had two incredible years in Asia. We came back to London and it felt like I went back in time two years. I was back in the old apartment with all my old clothes, my old belongings. It just felt like I'd moved on and my reality hadn't moved on. And it was way more difficult than I was expecting for me to transition back. So give myself a few more months there of just need to find my feet again and work through a bunch of emotional stuff and get settled and reconnect with my friends and reroute myself in London. Okay, so then we get like into 2018, 2019. I'm still in this situation. Now Wellpreneur is even more successful because I've done this book and it's even more established and everybody wants me to do even more wellness marketing. And I'm like, ah, I Finally, now I'm back. I have to start. I have to write this other book. I have to start doing stuff about plants like and personal growth. Like I'm really feeling called to do this. So how am I going to do this? I've proven that I can't run two businesses. We know that doesn't work. So what could I do? So I came up with the idea. I'm going to combine them together because all throughout the years, people like business coaches and mastermind bunnies had been saying, just combine them into one thing where you talk about marketing and you can talk about the wellness. So I thought, okay, I really don't want to talk that much about wellness marketing anymore, but I like this idea. So that's when I rebranded Wellpreneur. So Wellpreneur used to be marketing for the wellness industry. Then in 2019, I was like, ah, I'm going to rebrand it. So Wellpreneur is about doing well and being well. And I have to say, you guys were super supportive about that and loved it. And people still love that. I think that's really clever. I love that tagline, do well, be well. So I went for that. I combined it all together. I took all my natural beauty posts, all that blog content, I put it onto the Wellpreneur site. On the podcast, I started talking about all different kinds of things. We were talking about a little bit of marketing and entrepreneur stories, and we were talking about ancestors and plants and woo and all this kind of stuff. So I'd smushed it all together. And I was running that for a while, and that was evolving. Now, the problem was it didn't 
really feel right because I couldn't figure out like on the Wellpreneur website, why do I have recipes for how to make face cleansers? This, it doesn't fit. It doesn't make sense. So I was in the process of trying to figure this out. And then fast forward to like late 2019, early 2020, I'm still trying to figure out how this works. And then I was thinking the other way to do this is that I just let go of Wellpreneur. Like I separate from Wellpreneur. I focus on the stuff I want to do, which is really clean. I want to do personal growth through nature. I want huge amounts of time to be writing and podcasting. And so why don't I, instead of trying to smush it all together, why don't I let Wellpreneur be Wellpreneur and I'll find somebody else that can run it for me. So if I can get Wellpreneur just like this well-oiled machine that can just sit there running by itself, then I can spend all my time writing about plants and personal growth and podcasting and all that stuff that I know deep down in my soul is what I, Amanda Cook, am supposed to be doing on this planet. So I went for it. In 2020, I hired a team, which was really scary for me because I'd always worked by myself with just one assistant. So I hired a team and I started off by just saying, could we get this automated? I totally love marketing geeky stuff. Could I set up these cool automated funnels and set up some automated webinars and get this so that it just runs on its own? Could we do this? So I got a team in place to do that. And as we were going further down that path, it occurred to me, maybe I could just have them run this business for me. So I started transitioning everything from the Wellpreneur business over to the team, which was great and exciting and caused a lot of growth for me and a lot of upper limits being hit, limiting beliefs being hit because I'd never really worked that way before. I hadn't had a team since leaving my corporate job. Anyway, so we've been doing that. And as you've noticed, the podcast has changed and the emails have changed and like a lot of things have changed because I was trying to pull myself out of it and just let Wellpreneur be a brand. So instead of having Wellpreneur be about Amanda, Wellpreneur was going to just be Wellpreneur with team, the team behind it that runs it. So we were going along with that plan and it was my plan to do that. That's where we were going. But just recently, and this is why I couldn't talk about it, just recently, just within the past month, I decided I had to pull the plug on everything because as I was looking at it, I was looking at the numbers, the performance numbers, the revenue numbers, and the reality of where I was spending my time. I realized this actually hadn't freed up my time. It had a little bit but actually I was mentoring the team and guiding them. There were people that still wanted to hear from me. So I was still getting pulled back into talking about wellness marketing that I didn't want to talk about. And it was pretty expensive. It was pretty frustrating and a big decision because I thought, man, if I had done this four years ago, like if I had done this back in 2015, of course I didn't have the revenue to do it back then, but if I'd done this back then, I would have been on fire and we would have made that team successful. But at this point in my life, I'm just done. I'm just done with that. I don't know if it's my age, I'm 41 now, so being in my 40s, and also this pandemic year that we've just been through, we lost two family members this year, I haven't seen my immediate family at all because I'm across an ocean and I can't go see them. It's been a really difficult year, 
And I think the reality of this past year, coupled with just the perspective you get, maybe it's with age, maybe it's with just having run my business long enough, that it's often that you see seven-year cycles, right? They'll say people have go through these seven-year cycles, like in marriages and things. And I think it's been seven years since I started my business, what well, was last year. And I'm just, I'm at this point where I'm like, you know what? It's not worth it. You always know your time on the planet is limited, but this year it's really hit me that we don't have forever and this is it. Like I'm moving into my prime years and the thing I know that my soul is telling me I need to do is helping people with personal growth, plants, ancestors, writing, and podcasting that I, Amanda Cook, need huge expanses of time so I can go deep and do that deep work so I can produce books, I can do podcasts, I can learn and synthesize and then teach these things. That's where I feel deeply called and where I just know is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. And the reality was, even though somebody else was running the business, I was still pulled into it. And just at this point in my life, I'm not prepared to spend my time on anything less than what I know that I truly deeply need to do than doing work that is really truly aligned. So even though I feel like we were sitting on this opportunity where if I just spent maybe one more year and really thrown myself into it, we could have made a hugely successful asset out of this where there's a team running it, we're really growing, we're running loads of training courses. Who knows? Maybe I could have even sold Wellpreneur down the road and made a lot of money. Who knows? But I had to do that tough reality check with myself that, you know what, maybe somebody else can do that, but I can't do it. I mean, of course I could do it. I could force myself to do it, but energetically and with integrity, I can't do that. And honestly, I'm not excited enough about marketing your wellness business to want to spend my time on that when there's something else that's so deeply calling me. So that's where we are. That decision I just took a few weeks ago. So this is all very new. Now, the things I know for sure and what I have gotten such extreme clarity on in the past year is clarity about me as an entrepreneur, about my strengths, about my values, about what is in line with my integrity. Like truly, it's funny because I've been talking for years about aligning your life and work. And that's something that I'm very passionate about and is going to be a big part of my work going forward. So making sure that what you do on a daily basis, how your life is, how your work is, is aligned with your deepest, truest self. I really am passionate about that subject. And it's funny because I've been talking about that. I've been teaching about that. I have tools about that. And it feels like just now I finally got brave enough to just let go of the other stuff and be like, you know what? I just have to go for it. I have to go for the stuff that I know is true for me. And this is gonna look different for you. So the thing that you can take from this is that you can do work on your values. You can get clear on your values. You can get clear on your strengths and what's easy for you, what's fun for you. It might not be writing. Not everybody's a writer. That's cool. You might be into video. You might be into coaching. You might be into live workshops. You might be into doing retreats. Who knows? For me, it's writing. Like I am a writer. I'm a podcaster. I love teaching. I've reluctantly accepted the fact that I am a total introvert, even though I love public speaking. I love public speaking. 
and I can turn it on and I can work a room and I can meet people. And then I need to go into a cave for a few days and have nobody talk to me because I am absolutely shattered. So these are things I know about myself and I know I'm deeply called to talk about plants and ancestors and personal growth and alignment. So that's where I'm going. So where does this leave us? <laughs> where does this leave us with this podcast? I love podcasting. I see myself always podcasting. So I will be here. Now, maybe the name and the branding are going to change. Maybe I'll spin off and create other shows. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. But if you love following me for podcasts and listening to me every week or every month, I'm going to be here. So don't worry. My focus going forward is going to be on personal growth through nature, which is where the plants and the seasons come in. Right now, I'm really excited about the power of connecting with the seasons and how by connecting with the seasons, you can actually make your life and work easier and you can bring yourself into alignment. So I'm going to be talking about personal growth through nature. I'm going to be sharing my own experiences as an entrepreneur. I'm going to talk about aligning your life and work, definitely connecting with the seasons. And my big focus at the moment is my seasonal membership program. Also, I want to start doing more long form, thoughtful content. So long form emails, long form blog posts that are thoughtful and not the top 10 blah, 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 listicles, hypey stuff. I'm even considering turning back on the comments on my websites, which I turned off years ago. But I really like this idea that we could have conversations about this content. I think this idea of aligning your life and work, of slowing down, of connecting with the seasons, of living in integrity, it's really important and deep and so much richer of a conversation than so much of what we talk about online. And that's what I'm interested in talking about. So I'm considering turning back on comments. I'm trying to figure out how social media can work for me. I've really gone off social media. Like really, I haven't been on hardly at all in the past year. So I'm trying to think, could Instagram work? There are parts of Instagram I really like. Would it be sustainable to have comments there or should we stick on the blog comments? Gosh, who's posted a blog comment? I haven't in years. But could we make that something that could work for us? I don't know. So if you're interested in following along, of course, you can stay subscribed to this podcast. But if you want to hear when my seasonal membership opens up about the new programs that I'm going to be creating and also to receive blog posts, articles, thoughtful, long-form content, I'd love if you join my email list. My website for that is amandacook.me. And actually, if you go on amandacook.me slash realign, so amandacook.me slash realign, I put together a little taster of all of this. So it's a guided five-day experience to align your life and work. It's really beautiful. So if you're into this personal growth through nature and the idea of aligning your life and work, go sign up at amandacook.me slash realign. You'll get to do that complete free five-day experience. And then you'll also hear from me when I'm reopening my membership and have this new content and announcements and all of that. So there we are. You're all caught up. 
the part of me that likes to be smart and that likes to be perfect and that likes to have a plan and that likes to be a leader. I want to say to you, this is exactly where we're going. Here's what it's going to look like. Here's how we got here. Here are the clear next steps. But to be honest, I'm still in the messy transition. I'm feeling incredibly more clear about what needs to be created, but I'm doing it. I am working to do some rebranding and to make the seasonal membership totally incredible and meaningful and deep and realign the stuff on my website. Um, Oh, you're probably wondering what's going to happen to Wellpreneur. Well, it's just going to stay there. The website has tons of valuable information on it. We've got this podcast archive with 200 plus episodes. We've got my book. We've got my training courses. It can just sit there and hang out. You know how for the past few years, I've just let my own natural beauty website hang out and focused on Wellpreneur. Now Wellpreneur can just hang out and and it can support me. So Wellpreneur is going to support me now rather than me having to constantly be feeding it. So we'll see. There's going to be some changes. There for sure are going to be changes over the coming months and maybe year but I feel really excited about it. And I am like deeply happy to be back here with you guys. I really, again, appreciate all the messages of everybody who reached out and wanted to know what was going on. I love podcasting. So if you want to come along on this journey with me where the topics might be shifting, but it will still be me and it will still be thoughtful. And it's going to be about alignment and integrity and creating a life and work that really fits us. Then I hope you'll stick with me on the remainder of this journey. Oh, I shouldn't say remainder. That sounds like the end, doesn't it? On this next phase of the journey. And I really hope, even though this was an intensely personal episode, I hope you could recognize stages of your own business journey in my story. Whether you're just starting out, thinking of different options for your business, or a few years down the road yourself, I'd love to hear from you. You can send me an email, hello at amandacook.me. Okay, that's it. There may be some spotty episodes over the next couple of weeks because now that I've shifted direction, I don't have a whole bunch of episodes recorded. So we may miss a few weeks for a little while, just like getting the engine going again. But I'll be here. Don't worry. I'll be back very soon with the next episode. Have a fantastic week.